Hello, hello, and welcome to a new episode of Ramblings from Two Meddling Kids. I'm Edward Hunt, joined by my co-host... Mike Cunningham. And we are the Meddling Kids. And we're trying something different today, uh, just being in separate rooms, because we're going to start bringing on guests a little bit more. So we have to start practicing that to make sure it's all going well. So that's why we're not sitting next to each other. I promise mom and dad still love each other very much. We're still friends. It's not your fault. Um, but for those of you joining us for the first time or for a quick review, uh, we are the Meddling Kids and we like to review movies. And today we'll be reviewing Creed 3. Uh, also, remember, we will never spoil the movie in the first 5-10 minutes. So if you haven't seen it yet, that's A-OK. First 5-10 minutes here will be us talking, giving a spoiler-free review, our overall thoughts on the movie. And then we'll give background and we'll make sure to let you know when we start spoiling stuff. All right, Mike, you ready to get started? Yes, sir. Let's hear it. Spoiler for review. Creed 3. Okay, so right off the bat, I'm just I'm going to do better this time. I feel like I usually go on a tangent. So <laughs> rate the movie 4 out of 5. Okay. I thought it was amazing. Um, the cinematography was great. All the performances were amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, I really enjoyed the story. Uh, I, I think I've been enjoying how Creed, or like just the whole franchise, has been able to be within the realm of Rocky without needing necessarily, you know, Rocky to be like, you know, really bleeding off of what, what was, right? So it's, it is kind of, and that's the, that's the beauty of like a remake. We talked about this earlier. It was just like, most stories have been told already. It's how you tell them, right? So it's just like, I think it's fine. Like this one, Creed 3 has found a very interesting way to tell a story and continue the story um, from a, you know, from a legacy character. Uh, Michael B. Jordan really shines. Obviously, Jonathan Majors is uh, phenomenal. A1. Uh, I don't think there's been one one performance from him for the past like three or four years where I'm just like, oh no, he phoned that in. No, every single time he's been he's just been amazing. I think he was a more menacing villain in this than in Ant Man, which, which <laughs> yeah. is Batman. Also um, but I think yeah, he was even like the. I think they were able to tell such a a grounded story. I think so. Background: the Creed Three. I think they wanted to bring in. Uh, Clubber Lang's son, the same way they did mm. uh, Drago's son in uh, Creed Two, mm-hmm. uh, to kind of once again connect it to the the Rocky universe. But I think this this route having someone from Creed's past um, really, you know, change it it changes the story, right? Because it's not grounded in you know Rocky's background; it's grounded in like who who Adonis Creed is and like the legacy that he's created. And I think it was just interesting having that dynamic between both um, Creed and Dame, right? Because mm-hmm. it's, it's bigger than just a fight. Like a lot of people, you know, just see boxing as very, you know, very primitive, very barbaric. It's just punching, but it was like bigger than just punching. Uh, so I thought that was very compelling. I also enjoyed how they, because a lot of sports movies can get boring, right? Mm-hmm. It's just like, depending, it's basketball, you're shooting shots or football, you, you know, you're running and catching, but and then boxing, you're just punching. But I think they found very, a very interesting way to um, show what goes into the mind of, of the boxers and even like the the the, the boxing match and the and Act Three was like just very interestingly interestingly done. Mm-hmm. Um, it was also interesting to see how, like I said, getting into the mind of a boxer. Right, so you're in the ring. Obviously, things are going you know in real time. You got to constantly adapt. Obviously, you had a plan, mm-hmm. and you're getting constant updates at the, at the end of each round. But it was just like seeing what goes into what's going through that boxer's mind, right, um, was very interesting. Um, so, yeah, I, I think, yeah, all in all, performances were great. The story was great. 
Um, it didn't run too long. I, I and I feel like you're going to bring this up. It did seem like it. It, uh, <laughs> it was rushed in the, the end of Act Two mm-hmm. into Act Three. I don't know how. Once again, I don't. I haven't boxed in so long. I don't know the intricacies of title fights and all this bullshit. Yeah. So it does. It did seem like a lot of shit was rushed. Um, not a lot, but like certain things within setting up a fight and 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 uh, things of that nature. It, um, did seem a bit rushed, but you know what do I know? I'm not. I'm not in that realm anymore. Uh, but yeah, so definitely a four out of five. Um, for right now, the front runner for the best movie of the year. Okay. For me. Yeah. And the best. I think one of the 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 best of the uh, the trilogy in the in the Creed franchise. Fair, yeah, I can see that. Cool, yeah, absolutely. Uh, for me personally, I'm gonna give it a three and a half out of five. Uh, I did really enjoy it. I thought it was really good. Um, I'm 100 percent gonna agree. Jonathan Majors is phenomenal. I have not seen him not act well in like anything he's ever done, and he really last uh, Men of San Francisco is 2019, right? I think. I believe so. Yeah, so he technically hasn't really been that active for that long i did like a quick google search as well like for his filmography you see 2017 is when he started so you know six years this man has been doing stuff and he has not missed he brings such like a person to everything he does um to such a character he you truly believe every character so he was phenomenal i think uh, and this is nothing against Michael B. Jordan. I personally find him just too pretty uh, sometimes. <laughs> so <laughs> since it is hard to take him serious sometimes when he's like, a li- especially the more clean-cut um, Adonis Creed look, sometimes I'm like, he just looks like he's pouting. You know, I'm like, I don't fully like believe like some of like the gritty, raw emotions versus like when he's um, Killmonger, for instance, in uh, you know, mm-hmm. Black Panther. That's of such a different look, and I could believe a lot more of like that gritty realism. Sometimes for him, I was like, it just looks like he's pouting. All right, come on, pretty boy, get punched in the face. But like, that's that's not his fault. And again, that's solely because the man is just too pretty for his own good. I think <laughs> versus like Jonathan Majors has like such like a raw look to him, and like I could believe everything he did when he came out. Like his story, I was like, yep, he's portraying that beautifully. But. Um, and then, yeah, as you said, and I'll bring it up, there were some storylines which I felt were just kind of, like, rushed through a little bit, or they were just kind of played, or, and it was just like a, oh, crap, we need to bring the movie back on focus for this, or we need people to make up, so since we need people to make up, we're gonna have this other thing happen, and it was like, okay, we know there have been issues, you know, for some of these characters, so we we're not like hit out of the blue with when these issues come to fruition later. And like that causes characters to, you know, make up again. Um, but you know, it's a boxing movie. So I guess you can't necessarily go into like all the intricacies of like relationship development between some of our main characters, but I think everyone did a really good job. Um, and even though I said that about Michael B. Jordan, he still did a really good job too. It's just, sometimes I'm like, I wanted Jonathan Majors to win. I did. You know? <laughs> <laughs> but I think that's the, what's the cool part of, the, at least the Rocky franchise is it was built on the idea of the underdog, mm-hmm. the idea like that winning isn't everything there, you know, that, you know, so I think that's what made it very interesting. Cause I, I, I had to go back and realize that he didn't win the, in the first movie. Yeah. You're talking about Rocky or no, no, no. Creed? Uh, Michael B. Jordan, uh, Creed. Yeah. Oh, Creed. Right, he didn't right. win in the first movie. Yeah. But it was like, that's, that's follow. It's, it's bigger than just a W. Yeah. Um, it's you know it's 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 about you know can you go the labs obviously mm-hmm. the original Rocky was can he go the distance right yeah. he was just a well a bum he was nobody yeah. so you're a bum um, I think yeah 
I feel like I used to say that to my little brother a lot, and I didn't know where it came from. <laughs> You're a bum. Clearly, a horrible little brother. Yeah. Not a whole older brother, but, you know. but yeah. But no, I I agree. I think it was a good movie. Um, I'd say definitely see it. Actually, I have I did see Creed one. I have, I never saw Creed two, so I'm like, all right, crap. I really need to go back and see Creed two. And honestly, with that, it made me want to like I want to binge watch all the Rockies now because uh, I haven't seen uh, the original Rockies in forever. I never saw Sylvester Stallone like the 2006 movie. I never saw that because uh, I was what seventh grade, eighth grade, and I was like, ah, hey, looks dumb. I don't want to see it. Yeah, right. I think yeah after so I looked it up. Um, Rocky Four, the one with Drago, mm-hmm. was the highest grossing one. Yep, and then you gotta beat the rest, five man. and six uh, kind of fell off. Yeah. Um. So uh, yeah, by the time that Rocky Balboa was number six. Yeah. By the time when that one came around, even like the fact that he was still fighting and the ring was like, all right, come on, Sylvester. Yeah. Well, that well, that was Rocky. That was the whole like, well, based on the um, you know, Rocky in his prime versus this guy, could he win or whatever? I'm like, I saw mm-hmm. seen the uh, trailers. I'm like. Nope, I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I guess I probably should say some background. I think Mike, you mentioned it too. By no means, uh, I would say are either of us professional fighters or anything like that. Yeah. Um, personally, I guess this might help with some of the explanations. To say it now is I do have some experience with boxing, Muay Thai. I mainly train Brazilian Jiu Jitsu, but I have gotten hit in the face by dudes who are like kind of semi pro or on like the lower pro level. I'm not in the ring, but I was like sparring partners with them, so I have some idea of like boxing and Muay Thai. Not a ton. Not a ton. I'm saying that now. I just wanted to put that out there. (laughs) But yeah. But that is our spoiler-free review. I realize I might have slightly spoiled one thing if at the end there but what are you gonna do uh but i would say mike and i both think that uh it's definitely worth seeing for sure um i liked it mike really liked it definitely go and check it out even if you haven't checked it out you can still hear the play-by-play you can still see the movie after hearing the play-by-play but if you want pause this now go see the movie make sure you come right back after the movie and then you can hear what we thought and maybe see you disagreed or agreed i'd like to think agreed all right, before we start getting to our background and our play-by-play, quick word from our sponsors, still this guy. Uh, I'm Edward Hunt. I'm on the Just Be team of Compass. I'm a real estate agent here in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia, or rather, I have teammates who are in Virginia. I personally am D.C. and Maryland, and we're all about being advisors for the buying and sell home process, or if you have a renovation project, we have great contractors, or if you want to refi, we have great lenders, or if you're anywhere in the country and want advice from a, a stellar agent in your market, Hit us up, Compass. We have phenomenal agents all over the United States, and we'd love to help out. All right, Mike, ready to get started for the background? That I am. Let's hear it. What do we got? Okay, so Creed Three came out this year on March 3rd, uh, 2023, directed by Michael B. Jordan. This is his uh, feature film directorial debut. Yeah. So I think he's executive produced a lot of stuff in the past uh, like few years, like since gaining popularity from Creed and... Um, Fruitvale Station and uh, Black Panther, so mm-hmm. like he's been more in an, on the executive side, definitely behind the camera, but this is his first time actually directing. Uh, the runtime of the movie is an hour and 56 minutes, so it's not too long, mm-hmm. um, especially given that the the other films like were a lot longer. Um, I think I had like 130 30 minutes oh, wow. okay. uh, for each. Yeah, so, like, so it's like 20, 30 minutes, depending. Yeah, this one's a bit shorter. Um, I didn't get the sorry. The, so oh, yeah, the budget was uh, seventy-five million. I'm just looking at just looking at it right now. Yeah, yeah no. we don't know the box office. We'll see. It's projected to I think make between like thirty-eight and forty million opening weekend, okay. which isn't too bad. It'll probably dethrone um, uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp. Okay, 
if Cocaine Bear does it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't have a Rotten Tomato score, but I think it's fairly high. I think it's at least like 80 or 70, something like that. Mm-hmm. But like I said, it's it's just came out yesterday, so those, those numbers will fluctuate regardless. Uh, the genre is it is a drama sport um, starring Michael B. Jordan reprising his role as Adonis Creed, uh, Tessa Thompson as his uh, wife, Bianca, uh, Jonathan Majors as, uh, you know, a blast from his past, uh, Damian, uh, Holly, no, Damian Anderson mm-hmm. is his name. Sorry, you have Wood Harris playing uh, Tony Duke, which is, uh, I think he is the the son or the grandson of the guy Duke from the original Rocky series who used to train uh, Apollo Creed. Yeah, and then like Rocky later, yeah. So, so that's and the Apollo. grandson, technically, of... Yeah, the, the grandson, right? Yeah. That makes sense. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I just know that Duke trained uh, uh, Apollo Creed. Yes. Yeah, yeah, Duke, yeah. And then Rocky trained Rocky IV after Apollo Creed passed. Yeah. Oh, um, spoiler, spoiler. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, man, I, you can't spoil movies that have been out for, like, four years. <laughs> At this point, you either want to see it or you don't. Uh, Felicia Rashad as uh, Marianne, uh, the, uh, Adonis' mother. Mm-hmm. And then Florian, Florian uh, Monte, Montanu as Victor Drago. Okay, yeah. Who is an actual, like, uh, boxer and actor. He was in, um, obviously, Creed Two. He was in Shang-Chi and the Ten Rings. Mm-hmm. I think he's he's moving over to like uh, the acting uh, the acting side. Yeah. Um, and the tagline of this movie is "You can't run from the from the past." Yeah. Which, obviously. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, that's, that's what I have. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That makes sense. And okay, yeah. So then, um, the guy who plays Drago is or was an actual boxer too. That also makes sense because, like, slight complaint about the movie before we get into it is like all the heavyweight boxers besides Drago. I'm like, even Michael B. Jordan looked really small compared to that's why when, yeah, yeah when the guy that was the heavyweight title like from um jordan uh sorry from adonis's gym i was like he was tiny in comparison to michael e jordan who was kind of tiny in comparison to yeah, dame I'm, exactly yeah, but when so yeah. just like are there no requirements i, I thought there was like a weight obviously the height doesn't really matter but like at least a weight requirement oh, a weight for sure yeah um like like i would have put the guy who was the heavyweight world champion from his gym felix as like a 170, you know what I mean? I can't remember what that weight class is, but yeah, I'm like, that's not, that's not heavyweight. I saw them like, that yeah. man's not heavyweight. Yeah. So. Cause even watching, I was like watching clips from Creed two, seeing Michael B. Jordan back then, mm-hmm. um, standing next to the Victor Drago character. And I was just like, how are they? Yeah. <laughs> Why are they the same weight class? <laughs> Cause don't get me wrong. Muhammad Ali wasn't like huge and hulking, but he, Muhammad Ali was still like too, like, you know, 220, 230, 240, something like that. I mean, that's what, yeah, that's what I said. I don't think it's a height requirement. It's, it's the weight requirement. Yeah, yeah heavyweight boxing. I'm just going to look it up just to make sure I'm not crazy. Um, but, yeah, we, let's get started with it, and we'll talk a little bit more about that. <laughs> yeah, 224. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's where that's it is right, right now. Yeah. So. But, okay. Yeah. So the movie starts in 2000. It's in a flashback, 2002, Los Angeles. You see um, uh, Dame... Anderson, like driving through a neighborhood in Los Angeles, he stops, and then you see uh, Michael B. Jordan's character, Adonis Creed, a younger Adonis Creed, sneaking out of the house to uh, join him, and they go off to, uh, I guess, a boxing match, an underground boxing mm-hmm. match, right? And I thought initially it was just to 
to watch, but you we find out shortly that Dame has a fight. Mm-hmm. He is an up and coming like Golden Glove champion, like he and he desires to be a world champion. And it's I think they did very well with the casting, and also like just the we say this all the time. It's like showing a chemistry between the characters or a history between characters without having to exposit mm-hmm. the, yeah. that history, right? It's just like chemistry between. Uh, uh, actors just helps sell so much more of the story than having to be told that these people are close or something like that. Mm-hmm. And I, so I, it was like it was definitely like a a big brother, little brother. So like you can definitely tell for sure. Um, those two actors like really like enjoyed you know being around or just were great actors regardless whatever it is. But it was like they really sold this this brotherhood between uh, Donis and um, Dame uh, Damien. Yeah. No. Yeah. You absolutely believed it from the get go. I was like, yep, yep, absolutely. I mean, granted, young Adonis snuck out, so bad young Adonis, bad. But, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, to like go hang out with yeah older brother Dame. Did they really go into? Well, did you you saw one and two of Creed, right? Creed one and two. Yes. Did they yes. really go into? They didn't really go into the group home as much in two, did they? So no, no. So in the original in Creed, the first Creed, you do see uh, Marianne going to get yes. Uh, Adonis from, I it looked it didn't look like a group home. Mm-hmm. It looked like, I don't know. It looked like I guess a prison of some sort. It, I don't know. It was weird. Uh, maybe a juvenile detention center. Okay. I think that's what it was. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So I think that's the only background you really got. You just knew that he was in the foster care system. That was it. Gotcha. Yeah. And then she found out about him. Mm-hmm. I think after Apollo, not after Apollo died. Maybe after his the mistress had passed or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so she went to to go get uh, Adonis. Cool. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so you don't really get too much background, which is, I, that's a good question. Cause it was like, I was, it's one of those things where like, as you get sequels for different films, it was just like, and they start expanding the world. Mm-hmm. It was, I think sometimes it feels like, oh, this is a cheat. Like you're, you're really retelling um, or kind of retconning mm-hmm. your own story. But no, they didn't really get. You just knew that he was in the foster care system. That was it. Yeah, and like, and she got him out um, when he was around. I want to say maybe twelve, something like that. Yeah, that tracks. And yeah, like I will say to that comment too. Because I completely agree. A lot of times when they retcon stuff, it's like mm, I don't like the latest Mandalorian episode. Some of that felt like a little bit of a retcon of what they did yeah. in Book of Boba mm-hmm. Fett. And you're like, yeah, I don't really know. But like this did not feel like that. This was like, yeah. we we are just expanding more and learning even more about Adonis Creed's history, and we see that he has this you know familial relationship with someone and we'll learn more about that relationship as we go yeah Yeah. okay so we're at the underground boxing match i think dame and dame and adonis are in in the in i guess in the locker room area Mm kind of and this is where you see that one more of their 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 chemistry but also that they're students of boxing right so like they've been watching tape on the the guy that dame's gonna fight and he was Adonis is really like giving him game on like, all right, you need to focus on this. Mm-hmm. Um, like he leans to, I think he leans to the. Oh no, he said that the guy that he was fighting was a football player mm-hmm. that had an injury. Yep. And so it's like he's not gonna he's not gonna want to dance with you or something like that. And it was just very interesting this this background into being an athlete or just being a being a student of something that you, like you're passionate about and like what you pay attention to. And that's why it's always interesting for me to watch like a. When I went to a friend Kenny's in uh, California, his his cousin is a UFC fighter or trains in UFC. So it's just like I watched the UFC fight with him and his friends, and it was way different than watching with some of my friends who aren't fighters mm-hmm. because they are very much students and like oh he they're calling out different moves they're you know 
giving alternatives to what you would do, what they would do in that scenario. And it's always very interesting to see, because I do the same thing with basketball. Like I'm, I'm watching plays and like, you know, trying to break down offenses and defenses in the same way. So it's just very interesting to see uh, people who are passionate about something really breaking it down for, for someone. Yeah. And it was just, especially because they were so young, Mm -hmm. because they had the knowledge of somebody that like people that have done their 10,000 hours, like type of, you know, type of thing. Sorry, were you going to say something? No, no, no. I was just, I was completely agreeing. Like, yeah, absolutely. It was just like them studying the game. And you see it because it is like in boxing, Muay Thai, and BJJ, it's like you, like sometimes you'll even, like you faint. You're like, oh, I'm, and you'll see it a little bit coming up uh, in the other fights. It's like, oh, I'm just looking like I'm lifting my shoulder like this because I want you to go for that over and it's, or that under. And as soon as you go for the under, I'm going to go in for the over, right? Because like you're setting it up. And that's definitely what they were doing and studying it. So both of these young men in the movie are like, no, they want to be good boxers. And Dame is a great boxer, but we see. Yeah, young Dame for sure. And so he, uh, in Dame's fight, uh, he uses um, kind of the, the the advice that Adonis had given him. Mm-hmm. And, um, shit, I need to, sorry. No worries. Yeah, yeah, so then, like, yeah. Uh, sorry, yeah, so he uses the advice that Dame gives him, mm-hmm. and he wins the, he wins his match. Yeah. I think it was very interesting. He, he what did he say? Something like, uh bedtime or something yeah, like night night it was so the because like, you know adonis was giving him tips and coaching but it's i think it was clear that like dame kind of knew some of the stuff that he was being told as well mm-hmm. and he was definitely the because you know, dame's a couple years older so when they were in the match dame first one was like yo first round knockout make sure you put the money on this so we can bet yeah. on it and then yeah they went for a clinch uh where they were both like hugging each other and Dame looks over at, um, yeah, uh, Adonis, not Rock. Dame looks over at Adonis and said, yeah, he said, like, watch this or something about him go night-night. And then as soon as it got out from the clinch, just boom, big overhand right, if I remember correctly, and just knocked him out. It was awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And so Dame wins his fight, and they're riding home. They're excited. And it was just like, I think he gives, uh, Dame gives more background. It was like, I want to be a world champion. Mm -hmm. You know, this is, you know. And so they stop at a liquor and uh, cash checking place, and... I think they were just going to, going to get like food before uh, yeah. so the uh, all that yeah and um as uh, Adonis is walking into the into the you know the liquor store he passes a guy that he recognizes named Leon mm-hmm. and he goes you don't remember me do you yeah. and the guy you know is, you know doesn't obviously doesn't and Adonis just snaps and starts punching this guy and hitting this guy and then it jumps mm-hmm. to 2015. Yeah. Which is Adonis's uh his uh I guess his retirement fight mm-hmm. uh in South Africa and it's against uh Ricky Conlin who, who is who was the guy that uh Adonis fought in the first one. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is interesting cuz it was just like in the and this might be a little bit of a retcon but it was just like Ricky Conlin did that fight in the first one cuz he was going to prison. Mm-hmm. But it seemed like it was going to be his last fight because he wasn't getting out or yeah. something like I that. Or like, oh, maybe when he was getting out, he would have been too old to fight. Yeah. Oh, good behavior or something. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember. Yeah. <laughs> but this is where you get like, I think they're in the, I don't know what round it was, but like you do. And this is what I was saying. I enjoyed how, what Michael B. Jordan did to make the action scenes interesting in a boxing ring. Mm-hmm. It's not just people hitting one another and, and you know, talking, uh, talking shit. It was like you saw him like eyeing different areas. So he saw, I think the the rib cage, his his uh, right rib cage, right. He yeah. kept seeing that uh, Conlon was leaving it open. Yeah. So 
he paid attention to it. He took his hits, but he was like paying attention to it. And then in the final minutes of the next round, he kind of hits him. He hits him in the uh, in the rib cage once, and then obviously Conlon goes to you know you know to uh, course correct, mm-hmm. and then and he hits him in the chin, and then he leaves it. And it was like you just see the. The, I guess it's literally like poetry in motion. Like a lot of a lot of times, sports can be like just poetry mm-hmm. in motion. Seeing like the the anticipated swings, and then he just anticipated all his hits and uh, knocks out. Actually, no, he doesn't knock him out. He just I think he hits him in the ribs enough where he can't get up. Yeah. Well, so with that, yeah, and like background. So I mean, yeah, because what he's doing is Conlon is continuously doing the same combo because Adonis is leaving open. So that Adonis keeps getting hit in the face, right? So every time mm-hmm. Conlon goes for these combos where Adonis winds up getting hit in the face, as Mike said, Adonis notices that Conlon is leaving his right rib cage, so his liver open. So that's like, that's yeah. right where the liver is. Um, so then what happens, so I guess liver for a normal person, because then someone could get a, a nice left body hook. Uh, so he, if you're lining up from somebody, a left body hook into the rib cage that hits the liver. That is a brutal shot. Uh, you know, if someone gets stabbed in the liver, they can die. If someone gets hit in the liver, it's like a shot going through your body. You see people get knocked out, knocked out. They're not like unconscious, but they can't get up because of liver shots. So every time you know Conlon keeps hitting Adonis in the face, you see that he's leaving that open. Adonis starts playing with it, starts to slip it a little bit, which means like he's you know slightly dodging that punch, and then Adonis is stepping forward, and then. That's how that first, uh, you know, round ends. So then they walk into round two. Conlon's doing the same thing. And, yeah, that's when uh, Adonis slips it, left liver shot. Um, I can't remember what he does for the other one. And then another liver shot and two huge, brutal body blows like that. Yeah, down. So, again, fun. Yeah, I was like, watching this, I'm like, I need to box again. That's right. <laughs> yeah, it was just, like, I think, like I said, it was just interesting seeing the, how you calculate things. Mm-hmm. Like, I've been playing basketball and it was just like, I might have failed, you know, on the on an off on a defensive play. So now I'm like trying to recalculate, like how do I, what moves do I make now? Mm-hmm. Like, I think boxing, since it's one, it's a one-on-one sport, and it is it can be very quick. You, it's like lightning fast um, thinking that you have mm-hmm. to do. Um, and also, sorry, I just want to go back. It's 15 years later from 2020, so it's 2002, so it's 2007. That makes sense. Yeah, that's not not 2015. I apologize. So yeah, he wins the uh, Adonis wins the fight, uh, becomes the world heavyweight heavyweight champion, yeah, unified apparently, um, and he retires shortly after to focus on his um, his wife and his daughter Amar. Yeah, and so three years later, this is when we come. Uh, as I, I guess it's the present day because I think this was coming out a few years. Yeah. A few years ago, but it was like the present day, and you see uh, Sorry, Donnie. Quick, quick time just yes. from that. Uh, that's not going to make any sense ten years from now. I'm just saying when they say <laughs> they say 2002. Uh, yeah, yeah. Present, present day, day. any film is like don't do that. Don't do it. Yeah, that's, that's my one problem with like when they do stuff like that to stay relevant. Mm-hmm. Like present day, I'm like, yo, when we watch this 15 years from now, because if it's a good movie, we watched we'll it watch this it. year and it was still rolling. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they're like 15 years, and I was like, no, math is wrong there. But yeah. <laughs> But yeah, so in the quote-unquote present day 2020, mm-hmm. or maybe 2021, depending, uh, you see uh, Adonis sleeping on the couch, and it's a really nice house in uh, California, and this little girl, like, uh, sneaks up on him, wakes him up, and she ha- she is deaf, so she's uh, signing to him that uh, he made a promise to do something, uh, and he was like five more minutes, and he was, he was like, no, no, no. And it was, like, I think it was also very cute. The mm-hmm. young actress was was amazing. Yes, yeah. Um, and 
so and this I think this was got maybe the biggest laugh was um she wanted he promised that he would do a tea party with mm-hmm. her. Yeah. <laughs> and it's, I think it's just parent things, it's dad things. It's just like these you know, these are the things you gotta do, you know, to, to make your kid happy. Yeah. Um and so like he dresses up in a in a onesie, I think a it looked like a reptile. Yeah, like or dinosaur onesie coming out. Yeah, yeah and uh, he had the tea party with his daughter. And they're signing and all then, of this, um, you know, like for the communication, yes. which is great. Yes, because so in like his wife, played by Tessa Thompson, had a condition where she was losing her hearing. Mm-hmm. She's a musician. And she in the first Creed, she was losing her hearing. And I think she was worried that if they did have a child, would it affect the child? And apparently it has. Yeah, she was born deaf. Um, Yes. Yeah. Um, so he has a you know tea party with his daughter. He goes he goes down to like the studio where uh, Bianca is. Like she was like working on a track because she was she's a musician, but because of her um, condition, she can't perform live anymore. So the next best things still being in the realm of music is to produce. Mm-hmm. And so she had, they have a studio in their in their um, in their house, and that's what she's doing. And you get a cute moment between them. Um, and I think it was just like, it's just act, like everything. It was like, it's it set up everything nicely, like, you know, without having to l- literally walk you through it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so shortly after you see uh, uh, Dame yeah. has gotten out of prison and he's like, he was on a bus. He's getting off a bus. And um, he, and then like, so he's going somewhere and then you see, uh, Adonis at his gym. I think is it Delphi. Yeah, no. Delphi or Adelphi. I think it's Delphi. Delphi. I thought I thought so. Yeah. So that yeah, he's uh, once again he's retired, so he's not in the ring anymore. But he's basically coaching the next up and coming, uh, you know, champions. Mm-hmm. And um, so he has a, his his heavyweight fighter. Yeah. <laughs> Chavez, something Chavez. I can't remember his first name. Uh, El- yeah, Felix, yeah, Felix Chavez, Felix Chavez yeah. has a um, has a match. Yeah. Sorry, Felix would have something. been a heavyweight in the 19th century because 19th century heavyweight <laughs> when they were fighting like this, yeah, it was like the... they were like 170 pounds. But in like uh, Muhammad Ali was like 220. Uh, so I saw one yeah. thing that said he was 234, another said he was 218. So I've seen you know ranges mm-hmm. between that. That's a heavyweight. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, yeah, Delphi Boxing Academy. Mm-hmm. Uh, Felix is being coached by Duke because he has a match coming up. Yeah. But he keeps, like, uh, I guess, knocking out all of his sparring partners. And it was just like, yeah, we know that you can punch hard, but this is about, that's what training is for. Mm-hmm. Like, making sure, like, you know how to tire out your opponent. Or, like, it's about, but boxing is more about just brute force or being, you know, Less it can be that. Yeah, more control. and all. That's what they're preaching. Which, for the record, I mean, yes, very sure, control and all that's very good. And, you like, when you're sparring, yeah, you're not, like you don't want to be going full out and beating the crap out of your sparring partners for sure. But, and I'll mention this again later when all of a sudden it's like, Oh my God, what are you doing? I'm like, well, he's a boxer. Relax y'all. You're freaking out about this. But that's <laughs> later. So we'll get to it. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, yeah. So mm-hmm. we see Felix training and, uh, Mike, like, sorry, Mike, I'm gonna call him Adonis. That's yeah. his name in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> Adonis is like telling him, like, we, like I said, we get that you, you have a, a good right hook or whatever it is, mm-hmm. but it was like you need to train on like being on control and like different things like that. So, uh, he leaves him with, oh, oh, sorry, say Felix is training to fight Victor Drago. Yes, 
That's that's the and and I think in a few weeks or something like that. It's like it's maybe a, a month or months. so. Yeah, I think it's a couple months. Yeah, though. yeah. So he le- uh, Adonis leaves Tony with uh, sorry Felix with uh, Duke mm-hmm. to continue training, and he's on the phone, and he walks out of you know he walks out of the gym, and there's random stranger just leaning on his uh, yeah. on his car, <laughs> and I think this is where you see like you were saying it was just like even. Michael B. Jordan is so polished mm-hmm. that seeing him like kind of switch it off to that more like aggressive or more like um, I guess like, more his hood side is it is weird. Yeah. It's just like I'm coming down pretty boring. Yeah, right. exactly. Or get when he looks sad, I'm just like, all right, man, stop pouting. I mean, I go, like yeah, like. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and so we get introduced to his like uh, Dame says you don't you don't remember me, right? Because it has been 18 years since the incident outside of the liquor store. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, uh, I think Dame, I, and it was interesting cause it was like, I was c- kind of curious as to what Dame wanted at the time, mm-hmm. at that, at that time. Right. Yeah. So he just says, you know, I'm around and you see Michael B. Jordan kind of like hesitant. And then he says like, you know, what are you, gonna, what you, what are you doing right now? Yeah. You got time. So they go get something yeah. to eat to catch up. And it was like very sweet. Like you do see that, um, kind of standoffish nature. Like, cause it was like, it's very much like, obviously Adonis has made, done well for himself mm-hmm. since in the almost two decades since they had last seen one another. Um, but you could tell, like, I think at that time, right. Mm-hmm. I think Dane was just kind of reaching out for a friend or something, you know, just like, yeah. um, he didn't, he, he didn't want to hand out my, uh, Adonis offers him money. He said, anything you need, I got you type of thing. Mm-hmm. But he was like, I'm not, I'm not looking for that. I, I'm very much, I can figure it out on, on my own. This is not why I'm here. Yeah. And with that, um, I mean, Jonathan, like, again, just me saying again how good Jonathan Majors was. This whole, like, I've never been in prison for 18 years, so, and I don't, I don't know people that come out of prison after 18 years, but seeing how Jonathan Majors portrayed that of, like, uh, I'm here, I'm driven, but, like, I'm talking with people on the outside, so I do feel a little awkward. This is an old friend. I, I could feel all of that just kind of emanating yeah, from mm-hmm. him. And, like, that slight awkwardness, that, like, not sure what to say of, with that i'm like that was it was very believable that like yep that man just came out of prison and like he has those reactions because he's trying to reacclimate to life on the outside and so Mm -hmm. yeah great great that yeah so dame mentions that you know he uh he still wants to be like continue his boxing Mm -hmm. career it's obviously been put on pause for two decades um but he you know he stayed in shape Mm-hmm. He, you know, he learned some things when he was like uh, learned different techniques when he was in the in jail. Then he wants to continue to fight. Yeah, and I think it's one of those things where like Michael B. Jordan wanted to help, but I think he was really hoping it was just like I hope he just wants like money or so, mm-hmm. something easy that like easy to obtain. Yeah, or like set him up uh, with a job or set him up with something. Yeah, because yeah, starting a boxing career when I assume let's say he was eighteen, seventeen, eighteen. I bet Adonis was, was like fourteen right? and Dame was like sixteen. That would be my guess. Like, 16? Okay. I bet, that, I, I was, yeah, I was thinking 16, 17. Yeah, yeah because around driving. Yeah, so 16 or 17, I bet. Yeah, okay, I don't think so it was 18. Um, yeah. But yeah, so at, at, at most, right, mm-hmm. uh, Dame is 36 yeah. at most. Mm-hmm. But it's still a little late. You're not Morgan Freeman. You, yeah. you can't just start your career. Yeah, not in boxing. Not in boxing like that, no. <laughs> yeah. Um, so it's just like, I think he is hesitant, but he does, he did say anything I can do to help. So mm-hmm. he tells... Uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, Dame to come to the gym. I think he waives the fees of, of training, anything yeah. like that. And then he offers to have him have Dame spar with 
uh, Felix mm-hmm. because once again Felix keeps knocking out all his you know his sparring partners, so he's kind of he's a little reluctant mm-hmm. um, because I think he is also wary of Dame. This mm-hmm. is not the same. I mean, obviously they have kind of this the the back and forth at times, but it was like this is not the same man that I knew yeah. two decades ago. I, was, I don't I don't know this person, so yeah. it's still a little wary. As and in the same way you said, mm-hmm. Jonathan Majors played it well too. Where it was just like I am fresh out, right? Mm-hmm. I, I spent my youth mm-hmm. and you know a bunch of my adulthood adult life behind bars so it was like it is re reacclimating to being a civilian yeah because if you think about it like half of his life like literally like say he was 16 and 18 years in prison that's like yeah. half of this man's life he's been in prison which is nuts yeah and then um but yeah so then <laughs> though i will say and i wrote down the notes because uh you know duke uh the trainer he's just like you don't you know he's like why are you doing this he's older than you you don't owe this man anything and i'm like well <laughs> like Kind of, you know, like, just from, like, thinking of, like, yeah, I, mean, <laughs> I mean, a little bit, like, you know, like, he didn't help out. The reason he's in prison was because of, you know, hey, but, hey, whatever. <laughs> I mean, we'll get there, but, hey, bro. I mean, even, hey, at, this time, even at this time, you kind of saw. You did what you did. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll, yeah, we'll, yeah, yeah. But anyway, so I think we get it right before we get go back to the gym. Mm-hmm. We get a brief moment at home at the Creed's house. So it's just, like, um... Bianca's there with Amara and Mary. Mm-hmm. Mary's braiding uh, Amara's hair. Oh, and just because while they're at the restaurant, um, uh, Dame mentions, oh, I wrote you. You never wrote me back. He mentions that in prison. Did he? I'm pretty sure he yeah, he mentioned that while they were at, um, while okay. they were at lunch. And then Adonis was like, oh, like, uh, I never got him, you know. And then Dame was like, oh, well, your mom, you know, she's still in that spot. And then yeah, it was mentioned at lunch that Dame. Wrote oh, really? It. Okay, yeah. I guess I'm, I'm, I'm. Maybe I missed that. Yeah. So that was. Like, so, it did come out. Okay, that helps because it, it, when, when it comes up later, it did, to me it came out of left oh, field. Had the, no, no, no. Yeah. So Dame mentioned earlier in the movie that Adonis um, didn't write him back, and then Adonis was like, "I never got him." But for a second, I was like, "Is he lying?" You know, because like when Howard, mm-hmm. I, I never got him, I was like, "Wait a second. But no, he truly. And we'll see later. But Dame mentions it. Adonis says, "I never got him," and then they just kind of. And then start moving past that, and that, but yeah, that was okay. I guess that makes sense. His mom's reaction in the next, yeah, scene. So when like, he's when he's that, that, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So in the next scene, excuse me, uh, Adonis shows up late at home. Obviously, it's, it's nightfall. Mm-hmm. His family, the three women in his life, are there, like hanging out in the living room watching TV, and um, so they send tomorrow off to bed, mm-hmm. and. Bianca gives uh, Mary a glass of wine, and Adonis is a little hesitant. Like, and we find out she had had a stroke, yep. and so like he, they're just kind of like watching out for her. He's like very, very worried. And then, be, mom being mom, he's like plays that passive, passive aggressive mm-hmm. thing. It was like, well, I thought my son was going to be here on time yeah. or something like <laughs> that, or at least for dinner. Mm-hmm. And he mentions that he had ran into an old friend Damien, yeah. and immediately Mary goes, Damien, yeah. And it's kind of like, I think it just, nothing really comes up, but you do see that, her recognizing that name. I thought he was going to ask her. Um, and like I said, I guess I didn't I didn't hear it or see it, or maybe I was just writing stuff down yeah. um, at the time when he mentioned the letters. Yeah, because I thought he was going to ask her right then and there. I remember I was just like, I had one, I was like, why didn't he ask? You know, but right, right, I was like, he didn't want to ask in front of Tess and that, all that other extra stuff. But I literally, when he saw that, I was like, oh, cool, he's going to ask about the letters now. But it was much better how they did it later. But yeah. Yeah. And so we jump to um, what's his name, Dame uh, Damien at the at the gym. Mm-hmm. He's like working out, and he's once again very adamant about this 
I, I want to be, I want to start my career, like, or restart my career. I want to get back into it. And the best uh, Adonis can do at the time is just, bruh, like, you, we can get you training with, you mm-hmm. know, a heavyweight, you know, the heavyweight uh, t- champion yeah. right now. And so uh, they cut as uh, Dane is about to go start sparring with Felix. They cut to Amara in school. Mm, yeah, yeah. And um, she's drawing. So she's drawing a picture of, I think, her and her dad. Her dad's in the ring, mm-hmm. like in a boxing ring of some sort. And this little girl comes over, snatches her painting, and just rips it in half. Yeah. And then immediately Amara gets up <laughs> and gives this girl the meanest ring. <laughs> Right there, yeah. it was. There was no hesitation. There was no chill. <laughs> immediately punches this girl in the throat. Yeah. Um, and then, and then, like, so it's this very funny scene. Like, I feel like there's a like Hollywood. Not Hollywood. It just does this a lot, where it's just like the um, the parent teacher conference after mm-hmm. the kid has done something. Yeah. And this kind of there's such a disparity between the reactions between the mom and the the the, the, the different parents. Where it's just like. Adonis is like, well, the little girl came to her, yeah. so she got punched in the face. What you? Yeah. Oh, you're like, Why isn't she in trouble too? Like, what she did? And then, like Bianca's like, what he means? <laughs> it is just, it's just yeah. it's a very funny uh, reaction scene. Um, and then, like, I think it, it was, it, I think it was leaning into this. Obviously, uh, Adonis growing up, how he grew mm-hmm. up, and in the profession that he was in, he's used to taking out his anger or aggression through getting physical and violent with people. Yeah. But that's not necessarily how, um, you know, they want to raise their, their child uh, or just show them that, that, you know, that, that, that that's not the default reaction you should have when, you know, when, when confronted or like, you know, stuff like that. So it's like, that was very interesting. And then um, they play it for a bit. And then the next time you, you see um, uh, them getting, as they're having that conversation, they're also getting ready for a dinner party mm-hmm. because, uh, Adonis has invited Damien over for dinner. Yeah. Um, and it was like just sweet moments. Like, uh, like, because you also see that Bianca still doesn't know much about uh, Donnie's past. Yeah. Which I find right? just baffling, but it's being as something that's... A, a little I mean, bit, like, yeah. yeah, yeah. No, I think this is one of those retcon things yeah. where it's just like, you need to make it seem like he just... They, this is... Their daughter is at least 11 years old. Right? I, I would say, I put her... No, nah, because that was a... Yeah, that was a nice drawing for like a seven or eight year old, but it was a crappy drawing for an eleven okay, year old. So I'm gonna say like seven or eight, but you're know, not like old. old. She's like I old never know the kids. Yeah, yeah. So I bet she's like seven or eight would be my guess. But yeah, but like you've been married to this man for a while. What's going on? And like that was, and like I agree with what you're saying of like you know like that's how Adonis grew up. Obviously, like he was able to take out his emotions with using his fists and boxing, and he never really learned like the emotional side or to like share his emotions mm-hmm. and talk through stuff. But yeah, being like you've been married to this man for like X amount of years and you don't know like anything about his past and he hasn't opened up at all. I'm like, that's not a healthy relationship. <laughs> just, yeah. But so, um, Dame comes yeah. over, they have dinner and then like you get more background, like how kind of their background, you find out that they were, um, they were from the same foster home, sorry, group mm-hmm. home. And then Mary came and got, uh, uh, Adonis, but they still stayed somehow close. Yeah. Um, uh, even though, you know, Adonis was living in L.A. And I think, uh, what's his name? Uh, Damien was still some, in Crenshaw. Yeah. Well, I guess that's both L.A., but yeah. Damien Different was in Crenshaw. Yeah. Um, and then after, so like, 
And then you also find out, this is where we find out more about um, Bianca producing music. Mm-hmm. And you see Dame kind of questioning, well, how does that... No, because obviously her passion was being on stage and performing, but she can't do that anymore. And it was him kind of questioning, like, how does that make you feel? Like, you know, that's not your dream, but, you know... And it, I think it's interesting that, that just you take... Life comes at you and you, you know, have to take it for what it is. Mm-hmm. It sucks, you know, but... I think it's it's finding ways to adapt to whatever you know scenario that you're given that that really helps because like yeah, obviously I'll, this is what I wanted to do, but this is what I'm able to do, yeah. and I need to be okay with okay with yeah. that, you know, in the long. Yeah, run. I also think it's funny like Dame who just met as well. And granted, you know, when you see stuff from the outside, sometimes it's easier to see from the outside than the inside. But I was just like, mm-hmm. this man doesn't even know your wife, and he knows she's a little upset about this. Come on, Adonis, why don't mm-hmm. you know she's a little upset about this? This is your wife, sir. <laughs> so again, it's like that communication. But again, it's easier to see from the outside versus the inside sometimes. But yeah. Um, and so they have a after I think uh, Bianca goes to put Amara to bed or something like that. Mm-hmm. And so Dame and Adonis have, you know, a conversation downstairs. And I think he, Dame cuts to the chase and he was just saying, I want to be a contender. Yeah. Like that's, that's what, like this whole being a punching bag for your, for your protege is, isn't for me. Mm-hmm. I need you to. And uh, Adonis is like on some honest thing, talking about his age, talking about like, you still need to work your way back up. Like you're, you know, obviously you have your resume before you went to prison, but what does your resume say now? Yeah. You know, you don't, you don't, I can't just, you know, I can't just do your first profile and I can't think, be a title shot. That's yeah. yeah. And so, uh, then, then we get, uh, Dame having an outburst or just like, uh, shows his frustration in the, when he's sparring with Felix, mm-hmm. he keeps hitting him with in the, in the shoulder aggressively, even though it's like you said, it's supposed to be sparring. So it's like the, the goal is to, is not to knock somebody out or hurt them. It is your training. Yeah. Your, you know, um, and so you see that outburst and that frustration that, and then <clears throat> I think Donnie, uh, after that scene, you see Donnie kind of teaching uh, Bianca a few tricks for boxing mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And it's, these are the really cute moments, him show, him showing his daughter like a, a piece of himself. Like this is what, this is how, you know, daddy was able to afford all these different things. This is a big piece of me. So showing kind of showing his daughter, um, Techniques for for fighting and stuff yeah. like that, which I've seen will plant the seeds for like Creed Six when she yeah exactly he dies in the ring and she takes over. Yeah, it's Amara One is what it's going to be. Well, with two things with that, and then she's still a Creed. <laughs> fair, fair. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, but two things with that, I was talking about one, and this is again relationships and. Uh, quick second when like Dame mentions the past when they're hanging out and then when you said uh, you know uh, Tess goes to send Amara to put Amara to bed uh, Adonis gives her a look a few times when Dame mentions starts mentioning the past and it's very clear in that look that he doesn't really want her there to hear about the past and that's when she Mm -hmm. like gets the hint it's like okay I'm gonna take Amara to bed and go and this is just looking at the relationship and then two when he's showing Amara when Adonis is showing Amara some of his boxing stuff he says the words, let's keep this a secret. Let's not tell mom. I'm like, that's not. I mean, so yeah, it's just one of those, like, looking at the relationship. I'm like, there's a little bit of dysfunction here, but that's just from, like, an analog relationship. I mean, you shouldn't be lying to your like, Let's like not that. tell mom we're going to have a Twinkie before bed. I mean. Like, this is, <laughs> these, these different things. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, this is something that she clearly said, hey, we shouldn't just have her necessarily be boxing. And then he's like, let's not tell mom I'm going to teach you how to box anyway. I'm like, well. 
you know, <laughs> throwing that out there. But yeah, so it's a very cute scene. It, it's because it's a very cute scene because they're bonding. But then I saw that I'm like, hmm, already then. But yeah. <laughs> uh, so next we get uh, so right before uh, Bianca had mm-hmm. um, went uh, w- walked away from the conversation. Yeah. Um, she had she said invite him to the release party. I think one of her artists was having a release party. Mm-hmm. And she said, and by Dame, so we jumped to that release party. Yeah. And we see um, one of my favorites, uh, Kehlani, performing on stage um, at this release party. And it was like, so there's uh, Dame, Adonis, and Bianca, obviously. And then you also see Duke, uh, Felix, and his mother, who I assume is also his like manager. And uh, Drago mm-hmm. shows up. Yeah. At the at this party, so it was just like you know all the all the major players, and so I think this is right after his little outburst in the gym. Mm-hmm. So he's kind of avoiding Felix and that whole whole squad because Duke is constantly telling was constantly telling him like you don't owe this man nothing yeah. like anything. Um, I know why you're doing this, but it was like you don't owe like and he was Duke was always very wary of Dame. Yes, from the get go. Yeah, and so Dame is you know avoiding them and. Uh, Adonis goes over to Damien at the bar and he says like, you know, I think he cracks a joke and it really to lighten the mood and you kind of do, do see this. They, they do have this kinship, yeah. but, uh, which was, which was really nice. And then, um, as they're ta- as Damien and Adonis are talking, Adonis sees, uh, Drago mm-hmm. and he's like, are you good? Like, he was like, I don't need to be babysat, man. You're good. So it's like, you see Adonis go over to talk to Drago and Felix to kind of really like hype up this fight. And as Adonis goes to talk to the fighters, uh, Damien takes the chance to go talk to Bianca. Mm-hmm. And you get more of this kind of, this background on um, how she feels about producing. He was he he asked her, how does it feel to see someone else sing your yep. song? Yeah, because that's a big thing with um, him is like, and you see that later, but like, you know, Dame wanted to be a boxer. He watched all of Adonis's fights in prison. Like, he loved boxing. So there is, there's a, he feels that kinship with her of seeing other people do, you know, yeah. what you want to do. Yeah. And then he also um, mentions, no, no, I think Bianca brings up. Leon. Uh, I don't think Bianca didn't know the name Leon yet. Bianca asked him more questions about, you know, the group. Oh, no, no. So you're right. She said he was like, you want to know why I went to prison? Yes. Yeah. yeah. There's something like that. Yeah. And just more. She she was trying to get a little more history. And then Dame was like, oh, I'm Dame said, I'm surprised that he hasn't told you this yet. That's Mm -hmm. what you do in a healthy relationship. But I don't know. Whatever. But (laughs) but then, then he mentions like, well, you know, it was Adonis was there when I went to prison, and it had to deal with this guy Leon. But that's all I got to tell. You know, the rest I shouldn't. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I'll, I'll let I'll let Donnie, you know, teach, tell you the rest because yeah. that's, that's not his story to tell. Mm-hmm. And so he kind of is planting these seeds, or not maybe planting seeds, but just like Bianca was already like I I don't know much about my husband, mm-hmm. and I think she's utilizing whatever resources she can to kind of get to know because even it's crazy she's very close with uh mary who is adonis's mother and even she doesn't know much about um his life before she came to get him. well question is mary mary's not his blood mother right no okay, no, yeah, no 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 right? so she was mary was uh creed uh, apollo creed's wife yes. 
Apollo Creed cheated on Mary with Adonis's yep, mother. Yep, yep, yeah. That's what I thought, and that's yeah. why you said, like that's why when yeah later on she says I forgive you. Yeah, and it's because like so like even in the in the original sorry in the in Creed one she goes to get him because she realizes there was a a piece of Apollo out there mm-hmm. that like that would just buy himself because I assumed. I don't know. I can't remember what happened to uh, Adonis's mom. I assume she passed. Yeah, probably. Or something. Or just gave him up, whatever it is. But no, no, she's not She's not his. That's what I thought. Yeah, was not. But then in, in before, and we don't need to revisit, but there are scenes sprinkled in of Bianca. Yeah, not Tess, because that's her actual name, Tess Tom. But of Bianca and Adonis um, discussing and Bianca being like, hey, it'd be great if you'd open up to me more. And Adonis is like, I ain't got nothing to say. And it just kind of keeps it moving. And I'm like, so there's this. So since Adonis hasn't been opening up, that's why she's been asking Dame for a, some of these questions yes. to get more info, as you said, too. Yeah. And then, okay, so she, yeah, Dame says, you know, ask, let, let Adonis tell you yeah. about, mm-hmm. you know, Leon and what, what happened. And then shortly after, we see that a, kind of a fight breaks out mm-hmm. in the party and Drago gets injured. Yeah, I think he gets a concussion and he, he gets his hand. Well, it's it's a clear assault. Like whoever they came in with the intention of messing up Drago because they had like you know um, a police baton basically to like bring down on Drago's fist to break it. It was a very clear intentional yeah. attack. We don't know who it did, like who these people yeah. are or why, but it is a very clear intentional attack on Drago to injure him. Yeah, yeah, and so. Obviously, Felix and his mother are upset. Duke's upset because of the fact that they got they have a fight, mm-hmm. and they're trying to figure out, um, you know, what to what to do. Like they they can't cancel it. They you know put up all this money. Yeah, they want to keep. Um, they they, got, have, they rented out the venue. Yeah. They started to sell tickets. Yeah, and so we get. I, I can't remember how it happened. I, I, I assume Dame came back to him, or, but he's basically saying like, um, this whole thing started. You know, this whole franchise. <laughs> basically started because Apollo gave Rocky a chance mm-hmm. who was a relative nobody. So it was like, why don't you build that with, with Dane yeah. fighting Felix and Adonis mows it over. And then he's like, sure. And then now he has to get the, you know, the, the rest of um, the rest of the team on board. Mm-hmm. And he convinced he's a Felix trust him, you know, just like he has no, no doubt that he, Felix, will, you know, won't win. Mm-hmm. Uh he just wants to make sure that, you know, the fight goes on. Yeah. And so they agree. Uh, Dame takes uh, Victor Drago's place. Yep. And they still, they have the fight. Yeah. Um, which is in a, which is a title match. Yeah, because it was, they, like, Drago didn't have the title. And I think Felix was, like, a unified. I can't, because there's, like, six heavyweight boxing heavyweight. Yeah, he had yeah. at least three. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, he, it is something about unified yeah. uh, title, well, title match. Um, so that you see the fight, um, obviously I think, does Dame come out by himself? Dame, and the- Dame, so how it works too with boxing, you can't have two boxers from the same gym fight for the same title. So then Dame who was kind of with Delph, uh, a Delphi gym. He had to find a new gym and he does have a new gym with two other trainers. We don't know who these men are. They kind of just pop up yeah. out of nowhere now. But yeah, when he comes out, well, so even before, you know, so they have a little talk beforehand while they're in the locker room. And I want to mention that because I said, I saw what they were going for, but I felt this was cheesy. When Adonis, before the match starts, you know, everyone's prepping, uh, Dame's prepping. Adonis goes and talks, says, how you feeling? Just put on a good show, do your job. He walks out. Then you get this shot of there's the wall in between and both Adonis Mm -hmm. and Dame are staring at each other through the wall. I I was like... That's cheesy. I was like, I saw what they were going for. Yeah. for it kind yeah. of flopped for me. That's it flopped enough that I wrote it down. I was like, I see what you're going for, but me, not the greatest part. 
Yeah. And so during the match, um, Dane is using some like dirty tactics. You see him hitting hitting uh, Felix in the shoulder again. So, which I think I, I, it wasn't. It just seemed dirty for some reason. They, see, that was the and that was my issue with Creed in, as a whole, as like for fighters. So don't get me wrong. Dane does two dirt, like a couple dirty things, right? Yeah, yeah. The elbow. Yeah, the elbow yeah. cut across. He hits him with the elbow, but then also like you know, kind of kneeing him a little bit in clinches. That yeah, dirty. yeah. But targeting a specific place on a fighter's body to weaken it is not dirty. It's a more, I guess it's a more brutal way of fighting, I guess, but mm. it's a completely legal I think, no, no, I, th- I know I know you're right. I yeah. know it wasn't, I think the movie made it seem like exactly. it was, I think that's And that was my, because they were so shocked that it was happening. Yeah, they're like, what is he doing? He's going to hurt him, blah, blah. I'm like, dude, they're freaking professional boxers. <laughs> like, what? why are you c- crying right now? Like, I, I And I, so one thing I will know, because we wouldn't just zip past this, yeah, but yeah. it was just like, at the end of each round, um, as they're you know the fighters are on uh, opposite corners, mm-hmm. Dane keeps mo- uh, moving his uh, his trainers out of the way because he's looking at yes, oh, it, he it's so look at, much um, mental and it's so great, yeah. And it was like once again, it's these I'm, I'm loving these shots in the ring because it is a boxing movie, so obviously the story behind it is cool, but it was like the boxing scenes are what's going to draw, you know, a lot of your sports fans and stuff like that. So you see him get, he wants a clear view Mm -hmm. at Felix because he sees that he's hitting that shoulder and they're constantly, his trainers are icing him because of the fact that obviously it's bothering him. Yeah, and Felix is getting pissed off. When you get pissed off, you can't think straight. Dame, even in the fight when he has a chance, he's like, you soft, you soft. And like, he's like getting in his head even more and more and more. Which, if Felix is letting him get in his head, that's him being a crappy fighter. All right, you know, if you're going to let someone get in your head like that, that's on you. But yeah. And then in that third round, Felix gets oh, knocked out. Yeah. And oh my um, god, the violence. It's a it's a fight, y'all. It's a fight. You know. Dane becomes the uh, undisputed heavyweight champion. Mm-hmm. So um and then you see uh everybody's like well everybody from Felix's side is like frustrated at uh Adonis because mm-hmm. he's like, Well what 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 the hell? Like we you know, which you, get your boy type yeah. of stuff. It was like and I think it's also the fact that Felix having those titles brought prestige to Delphi, too, mm-hmm. right? And so it wasn't just, you know, obviously just him as a fighter. And so uh, Duke tells him, you know, take take some time off from the gym. Don't come back yeah. type of thing. And I'm like, do I, don't I own this? Yeah, I, mean, I own this gym. I gave a fighter a chance. Like, why are you? You take yeah. some time. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, this this is where I felt like the movie got a little weak. In the act two, this is where we're at. This is why I gave it like a three and a half. And I did think about a three for a second. Is because act two gets a little weak for me. Of like some of the motivations of these characters, what's bringing them together. All of a sudden, I'm like. It is a little rough. Yeah. But so anyway, um, you see, uh, so uh, Donnie is driving around. Mm-hmm. He um, gets a call from Mary, so he stops by her house because she's gone to she's found a box in her house. Yeah. Um, well, not found, but she's she was looking for a box in her house, and it's just full of letters from Damien. Yes. And this is where you find out that's why she recognized that name mm-hmm. because Damien had been writing uh, Adonis. I don't know for how long when he was in prison. Yeah. And she had hidden those letters because she's you know being a being a parent. Mm-hmm. Um, you see your child going down possibly a wrong path. You're trying to avoid, you know. It, I feel like I, movies and TV shows and it, it's full of people who's like, "I was doing it to protect you" type yeah. of thing, and that, that constantly coming back to the haunt, mm-hmm. you know, the protagonist or whoever in the in the long run. Bite you in the butt. But yeah, so like Damien's, uh, sorry, not Damien. Uh, Adonis is a little upset because he's like, "Well, why did you, like, 
that man, before you came to get me, mm-hmm. he was like the one that was protecting me. He was my literally my brother. Yeah. And you like I like he feels like I abandoned him. And then he looks at one of the letters and he sees a picture that um, Damien has sent, mm-hmm. and he's crouching down with uh, some other inmates, and he recognizes one of the inmates in the photo yeah. as the man that assaulted Victor uh, Drago at the release party. Yeah. Well, good Mary. And so now he's like fuming. He's like, "What the fuck is going on? Like, yeah. what are you doing?" And so he goes to find uh, Damien, who's on the beach, mm-hmm. you know, celebrating, becoming the you know the heavyweight champion. And this is where you see that facade drop. Yeah. From Jonathan Majors, and he was like, he truly becomes the villain of the film. Where he's just he becomes like, a Marvel villain here. That was my issue. Like, yeah. He becomes a foreign Marvel villain out of nowhere. I'm like, what? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. So and yeah, this is so he was just like utilizing him. So he literally he sabotaged um, Drago mm-hmm. so that there would be an opening for somebody to fight Felix. And then he just manipulated Donnie into making that person to replace Drago. Him. Yeah. Well, so I will say and, from that, so like Mary, you know, she showed him the picture because Adonis is like, he was my brother. He's been on my side. And Mary's like, is he? And then kind of like, you know, throws the picture at him. So that's when Adonis sees it. And then before mm-hmm. that, it is like a good sign when Adonis was like, oh, you needed me. And Jonathan Major's like, I needed you when I was in prison. I needed you when I ca- just came out of prison. And like, cause when, um, Dame first met with Adonis, I don't think he was planning on manipulating him like that when he first mm-hmm. met, but also, but as soon as he said, realized, Oh, I'm not going to get a title shot this way. Now I'm going to need to manipulate and go through it. Cause yeah. I need to like, mm-hmm. and yeah, it was at this point where in my notes, I think it summed it up very well. I'm like, well, well, that's not cool. And then I think that, you know, that's really, <laughs> oh, what's that? So yeah. <laughs> exactly. How rude. Like, rude. All right. That's what, not what friends do. Language. Friends don't do that, Dame. All right. All right. Well, I said all I need to say. <laughs> and so um, I think you do see, so once again, like I said, uh, a Damien drops a facade. Mm-hmm. who says, like, he, I don't need you anymore. I'm, I'm the heavyweight champion. Yeah. And the, the, you see this this back and forth uh, between them, and um, where uh, Dame, uh, sorry, Donnie feels like Damien threatened him, so he steps to him, mm. and Damien immediately just punches him to, to yeah. the face. <laughs> and what was interesting, what I liked is the fact that it was just like when they were when they went out to eat mm-hmm. when they first when they first uh, re, like to catch up. Donnie goes, you know what I remember? You knocking me out, yeah. right? This, once again, breaking that tension. Mm-hmm. And Damien goes, and you know what I remember? Picking you, picking your ass back mm-hmm. up. And it was just like they they were always there for one another. So when on the beach after you know, uh, Damien you know reveals his you know the the plan or, or what just happened, and he punches him. He leans down. Mm-hmm. And he says, "Oh, you are." Right. And he was like, "No, pick yourself back up for once." Yeah. And it yeah. was like kind of this full circle. That, that was, was awesome. very interesting. Yeah, that was really good. Yeah, yeah that was great. And so, uh, Damien, no, not Damien, Donnie drives away and he goes back to the liquor store from the beginning of the movie. Mm-hmm. And you get the full, the full scene of what happened. I think I'm getting frustrated at Hollywood. It was like they'll give you a flashback in pieces. Mm-hmm. Until like they're ready to show you what fully happened. It's like, oh my God, are you serious? <laughs> but anyway, so you see that um, literally. So uh, they stop at the liquor store. Donnie goes into go grab something, grab, you know, food and stuff for them. He recognizes Leon, who was a former, I guess, manager at the group home yeah. that used to abuse them. Yeah. 
and he recognizes Leon. Leon doesn't recognize him, and it's something in him just snaps, and he starts assaulting Leon. Mm-hmm. And Leon's friends come and pull pull uh, Adonis off of him, and are about to start, you know, beating him. And this is when Damien gets out of the car. Mm-hmm. And earlier in the film, when they were at the when they were at Damien's match, mm-hmm. uh, Adonis re- saw that there was a gun in his uh, his gym bag. Yeah. But he didn't say anything about it, and so Donnie pulls the sorry, uh, Damien pulls the gun to protect, uh, you know, Adonis from the the men they're about to assault him, mm-hmm. and the police pull up. Yeah, and so this is what I was saying. It was just like, and as the police pull up, uh, Adonis runs away. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, Damien obviously gets caught. He had had priors or whatever, so like he, you know, went to, Goes went to here, which is fucking ridiculous. He's a minor, but I mean, then you have a gun. Mm-hmm. I don't, whatever. Yeah, we don't need. To... But I think that's what I was saying. It was just like, yeah, you helped him. It was like, bro, ain't nobody asked you to bring a gun. Yeah. Like, yes, <laughs> yeah, very true. But you know, like, what was that? Or just that's what it was like. If anything, it was just like if maybe if they were just fighting outside a liquor store. Yeah, like yeah, it was like I, I did. It was like you brought a gun to a fist fight. <laughs> yeah, which is... I did not request. Yeah, that's fair, and that is very true. But that's how it might be me being selfish. Yeah, that's, yeah that, no, bad. that's very true. Like. <laughs> Dame should not have had a gun, and Dame should not have pulled a gun, you know, on that to like. Even though if it was to help Adonis, it was a very dumb move. Mm-hmm. Yeah, either way. But yeah, so as he, so we get that flashback, and then he gets a call from his mother again. Mm-hmm. And I'm surprised he actually picked up, being that he was like kind of frustrated with her. But he picks up, and it's not his mother; it is Beyonce. Yeah. Because and she's telling him that his mother has had a, another stroke, mm-hmm. and that. Uh, he needs to get there soon because he to say his goodbyes. It's not looking good. So like he rushes there, and they have this this sweet moment where his mother is kind of like out of it, mm-hmm. and he's apologizing to her like he, he didn't mean what he said, and she starts talking to him and forgiving him, but she calls him a pop. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you you get that obviously like she was when she found out about Apollo's you know infidelity that she was frustrated with him and i think that's what that frustration and not being able to forgive him because he had passed away obviously years before um that's why she had went to to go get um adonis because that is you know apollo's son and it was her way of coping Mm -hmm. grieving but also being able to forgive apollo for what he had done Mm -hmm. like so adonis was that was that uh vessel or something to for her or the path for her to be able to you know uh, forgive uh, her husband, and it was like a really sweet moment. Mm-hmm. Obviously, Felicia Rashad is just a, an all star, um, and it, but it, you know it's also sad. So she she passes away. Um, they go to her funeral, and I think after after the funeral, um, Adonis finally like has this moment where he opens up yeah. about uh, opens up to uh, Bianca about the group home and his experience with Damien, and basically just saying like he felt. If he didn't bring it up, mm-hmm. it's like it didn't happen. Yeah. And I think she's giving him this, you know, this the speech about it was just like one, you same thing dude was saying, you don't you didn't do anything wrong. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Even if you did run away, like what and I think that's one of those things like asking people, right, when they feel guilty about something like that they didn't do. It was just like, All right, let's be real about this. What could you have done if you would have stayed? Yeah, yeah. Like realistically. Mm-hmm. Like what and it was just like you were fourteen years old. Yeah. What are we going to do? Like, you know what I'm saying? So it was just like, man, but you know, whatever. Yeah, just, yeah. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> That's already a good no, Okay, got you. Got you. <laughs> oh, right, right, right. But, so the action that started all of this, for sure. Yeah, I got you. Yeah. Yeah. And so, um, 
they say that uh, you know, so it's, it's a it's a a sweet moment where him like just opening up to finally to his wife because mm-hmm. she has been asking for obviously for years at this point. But and you see why he was so reluctant. Yeah. It wasn't a um, I don't want to tell you, but it was just like telling you will open up will force me to uh, confront yeah. a lot well, of things. A traumatic shit for him for sure. I mean, like you know, to, yeah. to grow up in this group home to have all of that, and I don't want this to be taken like you know. I guess there could be some people hating on me for this, if you're but like the man went through trauma and it's very hard to talk mm-hmm. about trauma. It's very hard to unpack all of that trauma. And that is something that, you know, it, and you can't do that on somebody else's timeline. Yeah, exactly. It's like, it is something that I do think everyone should try to deal with. If you have trauma or you have issues like discussing things, going to a therapist, all of that is very important and it will help because just pushing it down as Adonis did in this movie did not help in like the long run and it felt like it turned his wife feeling alienated and there was another fight they had before all of this too where it was like, don't let Amara see you like this, I don't know what's going on with you. So it just pushing it down won't work. But where we are right now is like, it's very, it's apparent and there's a very good reason why he is, has been like this and that's, it's a traumatic experience. There's a lot of stuff that's gone with it for sure. Yeah. And so they make up and then he also mentions that Damien is still coming. Like so he now that he doesn't, you know, now that he has a title and all that stuff, he's coming for the life that he believes he does, he is owed because of, you know, what Donnie in in his mind took so, with this what? I mean, he's just like, he won't stop. He won't stop what? Boxing? And like, <laughs> again, he's not a Marvel villain, yo. He's not gonna do he's not the fucking Terminator. Like, like, yo, like, he's been, he doesn't eat. He doesn't sleep. He just, I'm like, he's only out for vengeance. But no, like, all, like, Dame's gonna keep boxing and try to keep winning titles. Okay. Yeah. Let him live his life, man. Like, he's just gonna be outside of the house just shadow boxing <laughs> until you challenge him? Like, yeah, like, no, that's not what he's doing at all. Like, he's talking a lot of ish, and we learn that later. Um, and we're about mm-hmm. to learn that is that he, yeah, I guess he's talking ish about Adonis and his uh, boxing gym. But for the most part, it's like he's going to box and do his thing. Yo, Adonis, you got your money. You got everything you got. Yeah. <laughs> like, but yeah. <laughs> that, that, I agree. That was <laughs> like, what? It was, I think it was contrived for the plot. Yeah. But so anyway, yeah. so Bianca kind of tells, you know, Adonis, it was like, well, if the only way to shut him up is to fight him, then I guess you got it. It was interesting. It. She didn't say that. She didn't say that in the movie. She said it in the trailer. No, she said something. She said something like that. She didn't say. I guess you got to fight him. She didn't do what you got to do or something like that, right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which okay. And so get the Avengers. Adonis together. goes on to first. <laughs> say it again. So which is get the Avengers together and stop this Marvel villain. He <laughs> 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 stopped. <laughs> like no, it's a box. You're gonna stop by Wakanda. Okay. Obviously, you're gonna pick up a bunch of weapons. <laughs> yeah. Um. But so Adonis goes on first take mm-hmm. where he says he's speaking with Stephen A because obviously you need to put Stephen A on more screens. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I know, right? But he says that obviously when he retired from boxing, he had a lot of unfinished business. And I didn't realize that at the time, but it was like as I was reviewing stuff, this was utilizing Damien's methods to draw him out. Yes, of course. Because you got to talk to So. Damien calls in because now he got a nice house. Yeah. Like he got all the. He got a nice house and a very pretty lady too. And like there you go. Yeah. So, <laughs> and so Damien calls in the first take, and it was just like, but like you, you know, you're a fraud, you're a liar, like you run away. Mm-hmm. You know, you're not, you're not for your family and stuff like that. And so, uh, Donnie challenges uh, Damien to you know a heavyweight fight. Mm-hmm. We don't TBD. Yeah. Like we don't know how long. Um, and then shortly after, you get the the classic Rocky montage where they're both they're both training. Yeah, 
Um, I think it was interesting that somebody brought it up in something I was reading. The the difference between it was very similar to um, the training montage from Rocky Four, mm-hmm. when you had Rocky training in the woods and uh, Victor Drago like training in a in a lab, and it was mm-hmm. like it was very much like the disparity on how they prepared for um, for you know both of the fights. Yeah. And it's interesting because of the fact that when you first meet Damien in present day, quote unquote. Um, He's the one that is like looking for a handout, like very rugged in his training. You know, like he's training in his room. Yeah, in his like the same way I, I assume he would have trained in prison, where it's like it's it's close quarters. Yeah. you got to use what you what you can, and you see the the flip side now, where like uh, Damien has a bunch of like people like watching him train. He's on, like Muscle Beach like in that. Venice. He's like on yeah, and then like you have Adonis, you know, in some remote location. Yeah, with training with just uh, Duke the female trainer that they have and Drago comes to yeah. help. So it's, it's very, it's very like, uh, it's interesting. The, the, the parallels on how, you know, how the movie start, how they started in the beginning of the film to at the end. Yeah. And then you get the, the match at Dodger stadium, mm-hmm. which is, which was cool. Um, and I think the first two rounds, cause it's a sports movie. So yeah. we just run mm-hmm. through the first two yeah. rounds was just like, whatever it was. Yeah, I think they were, around. it was, yeah. Both of them, I think Adonis showing that, yeah, I haven't fought in a while, but like, I'm not, it's not going to be easy. Yeah. Well, um, everyone, the the commentators too were like, oh, he's so old now. I'm like, dude, first off, Dame is older than this man. You know, like, they're just, they're just like, Adonis is so old now. I'm like, that doesn't work because Dame is older than him. Yes, Dame I guess, mm-hmm. has been fighting. We don't know if he's had matches in between these fights or not. I'd imagine he had like one or two matches in between. I don't know though. Like I have no idea. Mm-hmm. But um yeah, but I just thought that was very funny. Like Adon and like they're like Dame is clearly in the you know, which the you know, uh Adonis is the underdog here. I was gonna say Dame's the overdog, yeah. that don't really make but yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so yeah, first two matches. So yeah, the first two rounds are I think them just figuring each other mm-hmm. out. Um and it was which was interesting. Like once again, just showing boxing and how to how you yeah. how you um really size up your opponent because you can do all this training all you want like my um muhammad ali said you can you know prepare all you want and then you get punched in the face yeah or punched in the mouth mm-hmm. yeah. and how do you how do you well, it was, it? yeah mike tyson everyone has a plan to get punched in the mouth mike, yeah, tyson, mike tyson sorry i thought it was muhammad yeah. yeah mike tyson yeah um and so the third round was what i, I really loved yeah. we were just like it was third round four mm-hmm. right so like the match starts and you see them looking at one another and they see each other as their younger selves. Yeah. And this is where you see the parallels where it's just like, this isn't just a boxing match mm-hmm. for these grown men. Yeah. This is something deeper than yep. that. It is these former brothers, these, you know, like that felt, both felt betrayed, both, you know, feel bad for what's happened in the past mm-hmm. and they don't know how to address yeah, it without, themselves. you know. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's it's very I called it fighting in the void mm-hmm. or whatever yeah, it, was it was very really interesting. So like yeah, so it's just like all of the 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 crowd is removed, mm-hmm. right? So it's just them two in a boxing ring. It's, it's silent. I think maybe they're talking a bit, but it was just like it's very much them just fighting. Yeah. Um, and then you see like uh, some uh, jail bars come up at a certain mm-hmm. point because that's what Dame had to deal with. You see like. Um, the like uh, the I think there was like a pillow or something like that, which was like a flashback to when mm-hmm. Leon was like beating them in the group home. Yep. So it was just like this fight is bigger than the what's this match yeah. or whatever. It was just very it was like very well done, very well choreographed. Mm-hmm. I think the Creed films especially have done very well with choreographing the boxing scenes. Yeah. Um, 
And then, so when you jump back to like bring the crowd back in, it is the twelfth round. So like they have been they've been fighting it out for it was between round three and round eleven in this sequence. Um, yeah, because I was I was a little confused because yeah. I was like I was like oh this is such a cool sequence. I have no idea what this means for the match. Is this one round? Is this mm-hmm. not? And I wrote yeah. it and I was like okay, this was eight rounds. Yeah, eight rounds was that. Yeah. And so in the twelfth round. Um, this is where you see him them calculating. So like, I think, well he well one oh no so one, uh, Dame punches uh, Adonis directly in the gut, mm-hmm. and it looks like he's down for the count. Yeah. But I think he gets a, a second win from his uh, from Bianca, um, and so he stands up, and this is where you see him calculating. So like, Dame did a lot of like I, I don't know the the blocking move, but it was like he was like creating shutters with his arms, mm-hmm. and so like. Uh, Adonis just calculates to when he's opening his arms yeah. to really get a, a shot at his face. And once he gets that one shot, I think it dazes Damien for a bit, and then he just knocks him out. Yeah. Wins the match, becomes the undisputed heavyweight champion. They just they're just passing us. Yeah, exactly. They might as well be a participation. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and it's, still, it's only three. It's not all five or six. I don't. Whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but so like, um, obviously they're celebrating, and uh, I think uh, Adonis takes a step back and goes to visit. Because I think there was very much this this look across the ring after um, Damien wakes up from being knocked out. It was just like kind of this like respect or mm-hmm. something like that. Yeah. And then so Adonis visits um, Damien, Damien's locker room and then they have this conversation, which is parallel. They did the same thing in Creed mm-hmm. 2 where Adonis went to talk to uh, Drago after the match. And I love something. Like one, so they're just apologizing to mm-hmm. like... Um, Adonis apologizes to Damien because he's like, I, I should have reached out. I should have, you know, I should have done more. Um, and Damien says something that was just so so deep. He just says, we was kids. Yeah. It wasn't on yeah. you. And I think Adonis needed to hit. I think because even at this, as he was saying it, I felt like Damien was realizing mm-hmm. he he had such anger and ire towards this person. But he was like, bro, we was kids. Yeah. Like, what, what you know, and I think I think that was it was just it was just a beautiful moment, mm-hmm. and then like you could tell like um, it's very much like um, like how Apollo and Rocky became mm-hmm. friends after you know after the second film or whatever. It was just like you you'll definitely see um, maybe you'll see Damien in, in future installments. Maybe not as an antagonist, mm-hmm. maybe a frenemy or something like whatever it is. But it was just like they've definitely like reconciled in that moment, yeah. and then like. Uh, uh, Damien, I'm uh, sorry. Yeah, Damien tells him, you know, go, you know, go celebrate with your people. And I was really hoping that, mm-hmm. and this is just the, I was hoping that uh, Adonis would invite Damien to to go celebrate with because as you as you see, like Damien has really nobody except his two trainers. Well, like, still, I mean, we, like, the, I guess, well, all those random party people came up out of nowhere, so he might. Tell us yeah, but that's just that might be random party people. But it was mm-hmm. like I was hoping that he would just invite him to 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 um, celebrate. Yeah. But and we'll it still ends, it, it does nicely end with Adonis being like, "Hey, you know, if still if you need anything, I'm here." And they have that. Yeah. So with all of that, like my uh, I guess complaints is one uh, from the boxing match we just had is and Duke was like, "Hey, he's gonna start fighting dirty. He's gonna start doing his thing." He never fought dirty the entire time. You know, they were like playing that up, and Dame never actually fought dirty. And like his fighting, well, you don't know. Maybe in the void. I don't know. I guess, but like, yeah. And two. 
Um, obviously, because we want to make sure both actors stay pretty for their close-ups. You know, like their faces, even from a 12-round boxing match with this kind of brutality, their faces were very clean. But I'm like, I'm just thinking like Rocky won. Dude, Sylvester Stallone was so beat up in Rocky won. Like, you know, his face all swollen. They had to cut his eye and all that. Mm. But you didn't get that here. I, w- I, would, I wish there was a little bit more of that. Um, but, but other than that, yeah, no, I, I'm not going to rehash it. It was a great fight sequence. It was really good. Uh, and there at the end, I will just say, I think Dame, who had like, Dame, I, I feel that Dame kind of always knew that interaction with Adonis of like, hey, you know, like we were just kids, it wasn't on you. But I think at the same time, he always needed slash wanted to hear that from Adonis. I think that's really what he needed to hear. Because like, I don't think Dame really had that much animosity and anger. I mean, obviously there was anger towards Adonis, but like that was because all he needed to hear, I think partially was Adonis saying, I'm sorry, you're right. I should, I should have reached out. I should have been able to write letters, but I didn't. And then Dame, it felt like, yeah, immediately was like, dude, it's like, obviously I was upset. Obviously stuff happened, but we were kids. That's not on you. And I think that well, he needed that. And that was a really powerful moment between the two men, which was awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And then the final scene, you get like a, a a moment in the in the ring with um, Adonis, Bianca, and Amara. Like she's like, you know, practicing fighting, and he he gets in and spars with mm-hmm. her and lets her win, and it's a sweet moment. And then he walks away. You know, he walks away from the from the ring, and that's the final yeah. shot. Um, and the end of the yeah, movie. perfect. And yeah, so what we always like to do at the end of our movies, we just like to do a quick review or see if our uh, reviews from the beginning changed. Mike, zero to five, what do you give it still? Or do you change it? Keep it? I'm still giving it a four. I, like I said, I, as as we were going through it, I, was like, I knew you were going to have an issue with the pacing yeah. between Act 2 and Act I normally three. do. Um, <laughs> but I think the... <laughs> I still, I still think the the everything was just done very yeah. well. Like, um, and it 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 left it open to. This is why I think I appreciate and what Marvel does so poorly it was just like it left it open for more, mm-hmm. but it didn't tease too much. It was just like you know maybe maybe not yeah. right. I think these it's nice when films are allowed to exist in a silo, mm-hmm. you know, or on their own. It could be a part of something bigger. Obviously, this was a sequel to something, but it was just like it still existed in its own little world. Right? Yeah. Um, so yeah, definitely four. Out of cool. Five. I'm yeah, I'm sticking with the three to five still. Like, which three to five for me is high. You know, like there's you know four four to five. I don't I I won't give a five except for the Mummy with Brendan Fraser and Rachel Weisz, 1999. That's the only five. But no, but um no, but three to five. I, I want to express that still means it's a great movie. Um, again, Jonathan Majors was absolutely phenomenal. Michael B. Jordan was great. Uh, Tessa Thompson was phenomenal as well. They had great chemistry together. I think everyone portrayed their characters so well. It was just. The pacing, for me, was like pacing. And like that's what I had at the end when they walk out. I was like, what happened with their daughter was school? We never revisited that storyline. <laughs> I was like, what happened with that? Did she punch that girl? Yeah, I'm like, do, do we just don't care? All right, we just don't care. Like, so and that's like really my grievance with the movie. And that is like the act two. Like, so act one, I thought was phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Act two, I think it slipped and fumbled a little bit. Because I'm like, what happened with that storyline? Adonis and uh, Bianca still aren't talking, but we're going to fix it because, and Adonis's mom died, which is a tragic thing, but like, we're going to fix all their issues because she died and that's going to be the catalyst. But like, that felt a little weak at, at times for me. Um, and then same with like, mm-hmm. with Amara. And then with that, such a quick tonal shift of now, instead of Dame, I was like, oh, he's Kang the Conqueror right here. Okay. Because like, when he like came into the party, man, he was like hunched over, black hoodie, hood up. And I was like, oh, he's a full on, like if he shot lasers out of his boxing gloves right now, I would believe it. Right. Because that was like that tonal shift. But 
again, still, three to five, I thought it was a great movie. I do recommend everyone see it. And again, I now need to revisit all the Rocky movies. So I have plans. <laughs> but yeah, so if you'd like, to, so that is everything from us. Uh, thank you so much for listening, everyone. If you would like to reach out to us, we are at Two Meddling Kids at Twitter, Instagram, or at uh, Two Meddling Kids at gmail.com if you want to email. We'd love to hear from y'all. If you have any questions, comments, movies, you say, hey, Yo, that was a terrible opinion. You're bad at movies. Let me know. I'll hear you. I'll disagree politely. Um, but, you know, hey, I'm down to hear it, too. Um, Mike, how can they reach you? On Instagram at Days from Legendary. Perfect. And if you'd like to reach out to me, I am at EdHunt77 on Twitter and Instagram. So, until next time, everybody, we'll see you soon. Bye.